Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti, and as always, we appreciate you stopping by as we do bring you the next collection of tomorrow's NFL stars. And the star of tomorrow we saw last week at the NFL Combine. He's none other than Makai Garner. He began his career at Louisiana Lafayette, and he wrapped things up with the Louisiana State Tigers. And the one thing about Makai I was impressed about was you knew the size was there, but when I walked him, watched him walk out to the podium at the Combine to do his interviews, you're like, this kid is a big, long, lean defensive back. And if you look at his combine numbers, he backed that up. A 4'5", over 200 pounds. A lot to love about this young man. But we're going to know more about him as we bring him on to the program. Good afternoon, my friend. Are you recovered a little bit from that exhausting week from the combine? <laughs> yeah, I took a few days off. I'm still, like, taking a few days off just to, you know, recoup, get my mind <laughs> back right. So, uh, smash pro day. That's right. And we were talking about briefly before we went live that 29th. Uh, so you're going to be back at Bomberinos in the not too near future. Get back to Combine Pro Day training. And then in the 29th, you're going to set the thing on fire again. So there's so much to like about you. I mean, you are a long, physical corner. Uh, have you always had that athleticism from the, the day one that you had a football in your hand? Were you the better kid from the get-go? Uh, I was more the guy in the back. No one really knew who I was, to be honest. Like I was the, I was I was kind of quiet. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't a star. You know, everybody wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is Makai walking in. You know what I'm saying? I had to earn that. And once I earned <laughs> that, and I applied that confidence, and I kept applying that confidence everywhere I went. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I became who I who I am today. Fair enough. So I guess when did you start to realize that? When did you start to emerge as a as a guy so good that you're going to, you know, you're going to be drafted in the NFL. I mean, when did you become, started to become that guy? Um, I'd say when I was in uh, junior college, you know, um, I'm one of the, I was one of the only two freshmen to actually starting at my JUCO, which I kind of take pride in, you know, and if you don't know what JUCO is, it's community college, you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. like, um, or NIA, NIAA, something like that. Or the same level, something like that. Right. But it's like bounce back kids where you see like all the East Mississippi community colleges and stuff. With it. So I went, I was in that type of environment. And once I emerged from that, I realized that I could be whoever I want to be, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. And you were at Navarro in Texas, uh, Juco. Uh, I'm curious, how do I mean, sometimes it's grades, or sometimes you're not recruited highly. Uh, how do you? How does a guy of your caliber kind of get lost in the shuffle coming out of high school? Um, actually, no. I was I was kind of a ranked guy coming out of high school. Uh, I didn't have any grade problems or nothing like that. It was just oh, so um, I was going to Texas Tech, and as everybody knows, um, 
Cliff Kingsbury ended up leaving, but he ended up leaving like a week before signing day. And also my position coach had left. So I was like, you know, cool. I don't even know my position coach, nor do I know a head coach. I still had offers on the table huh? before deciding before deciding to go community college. But I was just like, you know, I'm a power five kid. I feel like I can go back to power five. So I just bet it on myself and rolled the dice. Uh, well, the dice came out in your favor, my man. Once again, Makai Gardner, the standout defensive back, one of the top prospects at the defensive back position heading to Kansas City to hear his name called. Uh, so we always ask this question of all our guests. Uh, I, I don't really know if there's not much these teams don't know about you, but this is your program. This is your format. Uh, in your own words, if they're breaking down your tape, what do you think they're going to love about you? What are those things that pop off the film that – can get you on that 53-man roster? Um, I say my IQ. I'm going to know my alignment, my assignment. I'm going to be very uh, detail-orientated in the playbook. That, my physicality, my size, and on top of that, I'm very versatile. You know, I can play multiple dis- multiple positions on the defensive backside or in the, in the uh, secondary. That And also, uh, I'm, I'm a willing guy to go get on special teams too. You know what I'm saying? dog it out on the teams. <laughs> and that's part of it. You guys know uh, that's the rookie uh, the rookie thing. Uh, how about this one? Uh, what could go unnoticed? Uh, and not that a team captain would be something unnoticeable, but you could be a film junkie, a weight room warrior. Maybe some of the defensive schemes that you ran in college didn't afford you opportunities to showcase certain types of coverage, or maybe you should have blitzed more. I, I don't know what it could be, but, again, this is your platform. I do know they listen in. Anything to add to help you in their good graces of these NFL evaluators? Um, but actually, I, I really like to come off the edge, more like corner blitzes, you know, and on top of that, I know I'll be a versatile guy. So, I mean, some teams can put me at, at safety, and I can come into the box, you know, and hold my ground against a two, 300-pound O-lineman or something like that, you know. I think that I think that's pretty cool. That'll probably stick out too. Fair enough. And you do have the size to back it up. And again, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Like I said, I, you know, you never, you really never know how big a guy looks until you see him. And uh, when you walk down to that podium, uh, I was like, yeah, this kid is legit. Uh, how was the combine <laughs> for you? Did you talk to? Uh, you, I mean, I'm sure you talked to almost every team, but just the experience itself is you know, allowing these guys to know you. I know you're out at the Shrine thing as well, but what was the combine like for you? Um, you know, I talked to Kamar. Or I talked to a defensive back before um, before I even came to the combine. He kind of gave me an outlook of, like, how it would go, you know, about the long nights, early mornings, the, when you had to go to, like, the MRIs. You had to go to the hospital to get MRIs for a long time and stuff like that if you've been injured. You know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, the weigh-ins where it's just like you and a lot of scouts, stuff like that. The experience, though, I would say, man, it's something, you know, that everybody dreams dream of, you know, only a select few get to do it, you know. And then just to be a part of that select few, I thought that was pretty, like, phenomenal for myself and for my family and friends back home, you know, just to see everybody supporting me back at home and stuff like that. I believe that, man, that, that it went far for me type deal. You know, it gave me a little extra boost on why I should go hard, why I should keep trying, you know, just add more fuel to the fire. Fair enough. Uh, now, I got to ask this one. 
Did anybody let you know that you needed to bring an extra duffel bag or suitcase because you were going to get so much free stuff from the combine? Uh, actually, no one, no one told me about that one at all. You know, but I mean, I shipped a lot of stuff to my house, so I mean, my home, so I mean, that's it was pretty cool just to get all that type of gear. You know, what I'm saying that that's one a lifetime type of thing. <laughs> Yeah, I, any guy that I have on before the combine, that's the tip that I always give them to make sure they they are prepared to get to the airport and give stuff away because uh, I, I've known that happen to some guys where they literally don't have enough room to pack all the stuff that you guys get. So once again, Makai Gardner here on the C2P. If you ever miss any of these shows and they're tired, you know they're free and available at iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You can find out more about what this young man brings to this 2023 draft class. Now, I, I don't want to – you arrived at Louise LSU, if you will. I mean, that is a DB powerhouse, in my opinion. When I write reports, I always just praise. What was it part – what was it like being part of that tradition with the Tigers? I mean, that is a – that's a vibrant, long tradition history at the position, and you're kind of helped carrying that torch to the next level of this 2023 class. Uh, I would say – it's definitely a blessing, you know what I'm saying? Like I said before, you know, it's only a select few people that can even say they're part of uh, DBU or even went to say they even played play for LSU. And, you know, just to be in that, again, just to be in that selection, a few select few, that, that real-life 1%, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, man, it was definitely an experience. I definitely experienced everything I've always wanted to, like, get out of uh out of the power five you know the sold out games the big games the sold out crowd i mean the big crowds you know fans talking down on you whether you had a good game bad game i always thought that was funny when you just go to twitter you know what i'm saying you got lsu twitter going crazy especially after like the florida state game um and then just to see them reunite reunite back with us you know what i'm saying supporting us throughout the whole season then let go of us, saw that BK had a plan, you know, and we executed the plan with the 10-win season and stuff like that. Just definitely like a start under BK's belt, you know what I'm saying? I expect them to exceed that uh, for this upcoming season, you know, and also my uh, my position coach, uh, Robert Steeples, I believe that he's going to develop all them young corners into what they believe, what, what they came to LSU to be part of, which is DBU. You know what I'm saying? So, man, it was definitely an experience, yeah. man. I, if I could do it all again, I'd definitely do it again. Oh, I, I don't know how you could not do it. Again, yeah, I mean, DBU being part of that and have your career to end up as it has, I, I mean, it's almost a Cinderella story. I, I got to ask because, you know, I, I, I mean, again, I, it wasn't like we're best friends. It's not like I spent 16 days with you at the Combine. But, you know, I just saw you come out. I let you do your thing. Uh, but you come across as a kid with a calm demeanor, you know, a soft attitude, if you will. What's it like lining up against you? I mean, when do you become this power five DB that's shutting down some of the best receivers in the country? Man, when we're on the field, man, I'm a different breed, though. I, I tap into a different a different self. Like, when I'm just fully confident in that I studied you, I've, like, watched so much film about you. I know your every move. I know your every step. You know what I'm saying? I'll go watch on I even go stalk your Instagram a few times just to see what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? You're taking it serious. You know, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely like a stalker. Like, you know what I'm saying? But when we get on that field, like, man, it's competitive. Like, you're going to see it different me. Like, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk the most. You know what I'm saying? The ref going to have to break us up a few times just because I like to talk a lot. But I'm going to respect your game, though. But when it comes to me versus you, 
I I definitely win ten out of ten. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel when I'm <laughs> when you like. <laughs> I love it. Uh, now you said you'd like to talk a lot. Who is one of the receivers that could kind of keep up the talking and kind of you know give it to you as much as you were giving it back in terms of just talking? Um, uh, probably from Mississippi State, Duckington. I think that's his last name. I don't know his first name, but Duckington uh-huh. was. Him, man, he was going at the whole game. Uh, man, yeah. My head, I, Brian Kelly had to come come talk to me by myself and be like, you know, just lock in, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, we need to finish this game. And, you know, I did. You know, I kept my cool, you know what I'm saying, or I tried to keep my cool for as long as I could, you know. And, but we ended up getting the dub, so, you know what I'm saying, yeah. That's all that matters, Hey, well, Makai, listen, it's a pleasure to have you on, and I can't wait to see you continue your thing at the next level. But uh, before we let you go, we call it three and out. A few lighthearted questions. Uh, you ready to take a shot with some of those? Go. Okay, now it could be Coach Kelly or any other coach on that Tiger staff, but what coach had the biggest pet peeve during practice? An absolute no-no. If you, the team, a teammate got caught doing it, you might catch a little hell. Oh man, that's Coach uh, Matt House, our DC. Woo! If you want to sprint to the ball or giving it, it like all the effort that he know you can give, yeah, you just gonna catch hell. You gonna catch hell for that. <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, but how about this one? Um, if you had to choose another career path, are we more likely to see you as the lead singer of a boy band or a male runway model? Um, actually, probably model. Actually. You know, I'm actually very photogenic. Um, man, I love the camera. Like, I love the camera. Like, I'll stand in front of the camera. Like, if I if I could seven times out of the week, but for real, but I'll definitely be a oh, I love it. I love it. And the final one, as this draft approaches, I'm sure the week of the draft, you're going to be surrounded by family and dear friends. Who's the best cook in your family, Makai? And what would you like that person to have prepared for you as you celebrate this next football journey? Um, I'm going to go with my mom, and she knows how to cook some mean spaghetti, man, for real. Uh, oh, <laughs> spaghetti? Yeah, she knows how to cook some mean spaghetti, sure. <laughs> well, listen, your mom is now on the clock for spaghetti, and you, my friend, are on the clock for this 2023 NFL Draft. You've had a fabulous career. We always like to say continued success, and uh, we can't wait to see you do your thing at the next level, my man. No, I appreciate you having me, man, for real. I appreciate this. This is a very <laughs> blessed opportunity to come and talk, you know. Uh, I thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you, Makai. Once again, Makai Gardner, the standout DB from LSU. So much to love about this young man. And when I talk about a long, big DB, you got to see this kid up in person. I mean, he is legit. And then you put all those intangibles, the big pro day numbers that are coming. He already laid down some fine numbers at the combine. A lot to love about this young man. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the YouTube. This has been a C2P exclusive.